0: Welcome to yet another edition of Hit The Target Podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, with some usual suspects in the studio, of course. It's becoming a regular three, midf- a midfield three of, of course, myself, I did mention, um, as well as Joshua Gaylord and Mkhlebo Singh. Gentlemen, English Premier League, it's back. Good to have you guys back as well.
1: Yeah, excited to be back. Um Shot for the thank you for filling in last week. I appreciate it. By the way, <laughs>
0: thanks for filling in last week, Joshua.
1: <laughs> no, it was it was a bit uh, daunting, but I enjoyed it at the same time. Ebo helped me along the way. And then Mr. Donovan Value, I mean, he came in all guns blazing mm-hmm. and now he's missing again. I mean Burnley took them almost had them, you know. Yeah. Um so now he's gone missing again.
0: That's the thing with, with hosting. I know we're going a bit off topic here, but that's the thing like with hosting podcasts. Sometimes it's like, sometimes you just have to take shots. And as an Arsenal supporter and Don being a Liverpool supporter, sometimes you just have to deal with it more often than not. And I don't know. I just, maybe we should start a petition um, somewhere or start a clan or whatever cult, whatever Donovan's in. What cult's um, <laughs> um, but I don't know this, this, backlash that hosts get needs to stop but anyway it's a topic for another day Ebo EPL
2: how's it Jesse what's Um, up another great weekend to look forward to Um, good to be back on the show again Mm -hmm. and good to have you back Josh, Josh handled it so well last week but yeah sub time sub time (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's get straight into the action. Um, Then shall we, West Ham against Newcastle, uh, rejuvenated Newcastle rather. I think it's like three wins on the bounce now. You can mistake me if I'm wrong there, but uh, undefeated in about five or six games as well against the team that, uh, dare I say, are the most hated in the room because they hold that spot that, of course, both our teams want being uh, number four in the table. So, yeah, how's this one going to go? Ivo, I'll start with you because...
2: What of a tough one to call. You know, I like, you know, I like the relegation battle um, because the top has become so predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I um, almost
0: thought you calling West Ham a relegation team, but it took me a while to register that one. So.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm mentioning Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done well in the last two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the last four weeks, uh, if I can stretch that back, I mean, they're on a bounce of like three games mm-hmm. um, in a row winning. Um including what I would say is a big team um, in Everton. Mm -hmm. That was a big win for them. And their last game was actually unexpected that they would win um, right at the end um, or towards the end. So they've been in good form, in a good run of form, but they come against a team that's been playing well this season. um, That's sort of like facing a bit of squeaky bum time mm-hmm. up there at the top four top four race so um it's gonna be an interesting game in, in 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 that aspect one team fighting to stay or fighting to get in the top four. since united is picking the top four now um oh, yes. <laughs> of so it'll be an interesting game um two british coaches um both play kind of, okay, not similar football. We know Moyes likes to like mix it up with direct football. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the same as, as Eddie Howe. Like he likes possession-based football, but his buys suggest he wants to go a bit direct um, since he's in that relegation battle. Mm-hmm. Um, still, I think, I think, I, I, honestly, I think West Ham, this is the kind of game they can win. Mm-hmm. Um, you think won't...
0: they would be looking forward to facing this Newcastle team right like yes. now though?
2: Yes, Mm. Newcastle likes... Not Newcastle. West Ham likes the type of teams yeah. like, like your, your Newcastles, you know, your Brightons, your, you know, teams that are showing a bit of potential, mm-hmm. you know, that have a bit of confidence and then they come and they knock their confidence down in the first half and they show them that actually you're going to have to work for your points against mm. us, you know. So it'll be a good game for David Moyes. Um, I still predict a draw in this game. Yeah. I still predict a, a draw. Out go for a draw, but yeah, it'll be a good watch.
0: Good watch indeed. What a yeah. way to start our Premier League uh, fixture list, Josh.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I know we always joke about the early kickoff on Saturday being a, a I don't think I was joking. <laughs> about, <laughs> about an upset happening. And in this regard, I think the upsets would be, you could argue, either, either way really. But I th- yeah. Newcastle United, in terms of the table, they are the, uh, the underdog. Um, but... I think, like we up until like just before the January transfer window started, we spoke and spoke about this is the chance, and I think I even said it last week, if I am not mistaken. This is the chance that that's where they win or stay afloat, rather, in Mm -hmm. the Premier League, and it's been proven. Like, okay, the end of December they got a decent result, uh, regardless against United, the team that's fourth at the moment, Um, and then they haven't lost since, eh? Uh, So they haven't lost this year, Mm -hmm. well, bar the FA Cup but they no. haven't lost this year in the Premier League, and they've actually showed good good performances, but now one of the players that have, has been performing for them is now out uh, in Kyrgiosk here. Yeah. So that's a, a a massive blow. I mean, the defensive line was key in starting to get this bit of momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have much to say about West Ham. They disappointed last week. Um but I think that New, uh, Ebo said draw in this picture. Um, and that's, yeah, what's that? 3-1. Three to, to yeah. Three to one it's hard to disagree. But I think Newcastle can also edge this. I think uh, they, they, like you said, they play a bit of a similar, slightly similar style. But they have the X-factor. They have a bit more motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they can edge the victory. So, Double Trance for me in this one. Um, and it's just over even money.
0: You know what's funny? As you both mentioned, in fact... At the start of the show, I mentioned West Ham being in the top four. And yes, I did sort of make a, a tiny mistake over there. And you both corrected me in saying that Man United are fourth at the moment. But as you all said that in my head, I was just singing that song, you know, Not For Long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot how it goes, but I think the chorus is just like Not For Long. I think it's a B.O.B. song um, if you do want to check that out. But yeah, on to our five o'clock kickoffs. Um bunch of action i think let's start with one that's very close to my heart because uh, i am an arsenal supporter and i do love my job um at hollywood bets so i'm not going to be too critical of brentford but josh yeah you can sort of dissect this one for us
1: look uh, arsenal they haven't had a great start to the year i mean the transfer Mm. window didn't go their way uh kind of back Arteta in saying, okay, if we're not going to get what we plan to get, we're not taking yeah. second fiddle, which you can, you you can argue either way. But I, for me, I think that was the right decision. We've done that in the past. We've taken, because we didn't get our first choice or even our second choice. We've taken mm-hmm. the scraps. Um, I'm not saying that the players are scrap. I mean, yeah, they sure. a lot of players have proven quality. Um, Old parts like <laughs> William. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, both teams actually haven't had such a great start to the year. Um, but they both play excellent football. I mean, the the opening day fixture, yes, there's a lot of controversy around it. Um, that Friday night kickoff and um, I was really excited, regardless yeah. of the controversy. Um, that only ended up coming out afterwards when Oteta eventually explained it. Uh, but yeah, I think both sides are, are playing excellent football. And I think Oteta just needs to come out a little bit more. They'll be coming out a little bit more firing, wanting to prove a point as mm-hmm. to that opening day fixture. Um, but uh, uh, they have had tendencies to just go off the rails a bit. I mean, there's been a couple of red cards this season. Hmm. Uh, a couple, you say? <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple of red cards as well as I, I, I came across a, a statistic of one of the refs that's refing this weekend, Craig Pawson. Mm-hmm. He's tied for the most, handing out the most red cards in the Premier League this season. So as he officiates in the he's Arsenal. officiating the Arsenal fixture. So, so. It's, it's looking to be a bit of a war. Um <laughs> Between the, the, what's it, the PG Mall and Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I'd have to go with Arsenal to win the first off. Uh, I think they've got a bit more of a point to prove against Brentford. Um, but having saying, said that, the Brentford still play beautiful football and they can come out after that half time mm. and cause an upset, which are, uh, obviously, being a supporter would be heartbreaking. But I think that Arsenal come out fighting and they win the first off.
2: Okay, bro. Yeah, it's a nice safe bet. Eh? Win first, tough. <laughs> but, the yeah, whole but you've game... only got
0: 45 minutes to do your business. Like, I, li- I like the fact that Josh is saying something a bit different to what we know we always yeah, say about yeah. the whole 90 minute market and both teams to score and stuff like that. Like, it's nice that our listeners are getting something new to think about. But as Josh was saying and I was scared. I'm thinking, oh, Lord, you're giving Arsenal a. a chance to do something in 45 minutes. We can barely do something in 90, but <laughs> let's let's hope Josh is on points, but further yeah I mean, these points,
2: if, 90 minutes. There's, there's no reason why Arsenal can't score. Um, <clears throat> if they come out all guns blazing in the first half, mm. um, we all know Brentford like to play like pos- possession-based football, which can, which can sort of like open them up when they are attacking, because mm-hmm. they have to commit a lot, of, a lot of numbers going forward to play their type of football. Um, but looking looking at the fact that um Brentford has beaten Arsenal um like six times now um <laughs> in their meetings. Um in their previous well, before we were born <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter, Was it problem. even Arsenal or was it um, like London. <laughs> we, we were yeah. in Norwich. <laughs> these two guys, very important. So, um, but I think they will want payback for that loss, um, mm-hmm. which, which, which will actually also give, um, Brentford something to look forward to because they'll come out saying, Hey guys, we need to prove to these guys we didn't beat them by fluke. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't just in jail. would they were, they were off form that time. We mm-hmm. beat them. We can beat them again. Um, but, Brentford has been in, in, in a bad form, guys. Like mm-hmm. we've been saying that now they've been playing their football, but they haven't been getting the results that we're getting like beginning of the seasons and in a the, in the bit of a half season. So this is actually like the match for 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 Mikel Ateta to go out and, and fire up his boys to go out and win it because United won. So they, mm-hmm. they need to start picking up points too.
0: I need to respond indeed, especially the way Tottenham, Man United, yes, they did win, but they haven't been in the best of form as well. And yeah. West Ham, uh, we all expecting them to drop points, uh, well, to continue dropping points. Obviously, they drew last time out as well. So, massive game for Arsenal indeed. I do see Arsenal winning this one. Um, but, yeah, don't tell anyone at Hollywood Bets, I said that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Aston Villa against Watford, uh, one of our next five o'clock kickoffs, Stevie G's, uh, obviously Liverpool legend against the side who once thrashed Liverpool three. Now I
1: had to mention it, <laughs> Josh. Yeah. I mean, there's watchford oh, they haven't scored in four fixtures. I think this is a banker. Yeah. This is a, this, a, this, a this is a banker. I'm all over Aston Villa. Yeah. Um, yeah, they might not have gotten a, a great result, but, and even at home now, I think it's been two draws at home, but they have scored goals. Um, so they are going to score goals. Uh, yeah, we banking, banking Aston uh, Villa in this one. I mean, and what would have even tried to like mix mix it up in the front line? I mean, they tried. They, what's it, uh, João Pedro and mm-hmm. um, Joshua King, and then Emmanuel Dennis. But like, they keep swapping. I think the last couple of fixtures, they keep swapping like just two up front, mm-hmm. and then the last time they scored, they had all three of them on the field.
0: But Ismail song
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so. They have been trying to change change up the attack to get goals, but it just hasn't been working. Mm. Um, I don't see them even scoring in this encounter, but that's a bit of a risky one. Uh, so I'm going Aston Villa and over 1.5. I think it's even money if you take it
2: today or whenever the podcast comes At out. That's
0: the time of recording. Yeah.
2: Yes. I have to agree with Josh on this one. Um, I have to say I'm actually really disappointed by um, Watford especially this year. I thought after they hired, you know, um, Roy, things would, would, would like change a bit, him bringing in the experience, but I suppose football has moved. So mm. fast since he launched, he since he last coached, and you have to commend teams like Aston Villa for, for going for new coaches like, like Stephen Jarrett, who mm-hmm. was doing well at Rangers. Um, they've gone for new, fresh blood, um, and he's bringing in his new ideas into the Premier League. Um, while Roy, we all thought he's gonna come in and like steady the ship there at Watford, mm. well, I did, um, but it hasn't worked out. I think you alone, actually. yeah. It's I, I actually really thought it's just things, you, yeah, actually. just me, just me, but it's fine. Um um, yeah, I don't. I don't see them winning this one. Actually, yeah, I have to agree. I see. I see Aston Villa scoring more than two goals in on this one, mm. and a possible clean sheet too.
0: I think what? for value, backing Felipe Coutinho to score as an anytime goalscorer looks uh, an excellent price around uh, five to two. Yeah, but of course that is at the time of recording, subject to change. Of course, uh, Brighton against Burnley, two teams who have been. Um, Fairly inconsistent. I've liked the way Brighton have looked up until a certain point. That point being until they played Man United, and then Burnley gave a quality account of themselves against Liverpool. Uh, Vejzović, the striker, big six foot five or six foot six uh, striker, played excellent but just couldn't score. A bit like Maratea in a six foot five version, so it was a bit weird <laughs> to watch. Um, but. He's a doubt to play this match, but I think if it's... I think he can actually cause and some problems, of course, with Lewis Dunk out injured... Uh, suspended, rather, Josh.
1: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned they had a good account of the, themselves against Liverpool. I mean, in the previous match as well against United. Mm. Um, they've they've looked... He, he's, obviously, they've always had a target man, and that's their style of play. Um, but he, he, I think they also... Got some runners in behind now, and I think I was saying saying it the other week as well. Um, they aren't (coughs) solely focusing on that. I mean, uh, what's he? What's? Dwight McNeil. Yeah, yeah, no, um, the manager. Oh, yeah, Sean Ditch. Sean Deitch. He's (laughs) been there for so long. I think almost a decade now. Um, quite literally. (laughs) So I mean, he's obviously slightly tweaking his game a bit. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can see now that Burnley's the the style is putting them in a relegation battle. Mm -hmm. Um. But against Brighton, who, like you've said, they haven't been that great, and we just spoke about Watford, and that was Brighton's only win in their last five now. So that is the competition that so they can, can sort of only get past. You can draw line, yeah. That's the only competition that they can get through. Um, I think it's. I'd have to back the draw in this one. I mean, Burnley are used to playing in that bad weather that mm-hmm. the Amex presents. Um, so I, I have to. Even if you double trans Burnley. By aging it, but that you it. can't you see. see losing. I can't see Burnley
2: losing. <laughs> I I can't see Burnley losing. This <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <I> can. <laughs> can. No, no. Um, I understand. Um, that should
0: be our opening intro, like to to like every podcast. And welcome to another edition of (laughs) Hit The Target Podcast. Guys, I can't
1: see Burnley losing (laughs) this one. Well, if they stay afloat. Yes.
2: um, No, um, I can definitely see Burnley losing this one simply because um, of the football played by Brighton. I know they Mm -hmm. lost against United. I know you guys didn't like that. But oh, they'll 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 go back to their football. Believe me, they'll go back and they'll be hungry on on this game to mm-hmm. to go back to winning ways. Um, Brighton has been an exciting watch this season. I think they're going to lose a couple of their top players. Mm-hmm. Um, when 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 the season wraps up, you know, to to not obviously not to Manchester City or Liverpool, but you know, to other teams in Europe, Chelsea. other th- <laughs> Chelsea, <laughs> <laughs> um, other top teams in Europe will be looking at that Brighton team um mm-hmm. with an interest. You know your teams like Atletico Madrid Dortmund and them, they might look at a few players in that in team um, I, I see Brighton winning this one it, it mm. will be a tight score line like a 2-0 or a 1-0 but I see them winning this one
0: Sure uh, yeah. yeah speaking of Chelsea they do need some strikers now that um, there's some inter
2: If it doesn't fit don't, don't force
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could do with the Danny welbeck. I'm just saying. But yeah, Chelsea visit Crystal Palace as well as, um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the Friday uh, five o'clock kickoffs, rather. I don't know why I butchered that sentence so bad. Maybe because this fixture is about to be butchered, or maybe Wilfried Zaha is going to be butchering some defenders down that left flank Back for Palace. This is, this is a wish, <laughs> not a prediction. Um, but yeah, so. Um yeah, Chelsea against Crystal Palace. Obviously Conor Gallagher cannot face cannot his face. parent club, Josh.
1: Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's a big blow for Patrick uh, Vieira. Um but they do have a lot of young talent that's very uh if they're young talent they're very youthful, I guess. Mm. <laughs> um they're very how can I say lots of energy twenty four seven. Um but I think he, he he he'll be able to play without Gallagher Uh I know he was looking for better midfielders. He lost out to Lampard mm-hmm. in the chase for Van der Beek. Um, yeah, it's going to be... A, I can't say it's going to be a tough match. Eh? I think this is a banker-chelsea. Uh, even though they're playing away from home, you can call it a London derby or Are whatever. Are you saying banker-chelsea? I think banker-chelsea, this one. If, uh, even they've they've got the squad depth. The, the, there's there's no... Um,
0: they've literally been to every, probably, uh, every continent in the
1: past couple of days. So. They, yeah, and they play on what's it, Tuesday or Wednesday again yeah. against Lille. Um so it's it's not like they need to put a full strength out, a full strength squad for either um either opponents. But they played quite, they played a week ago, you see. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got enough time to rest, they're professional, um, they will get on the field. They Everybody took a, uh, I think I came across an article of how he's working all the way through the academy to mm-hmm. have the same style of play mm-hmm. and implement all of that. So if one does go out, yes, the quality might dip a bit in the player, but the system the is system still the same. The same. Um, and I think they can get past uh, Crystal Palace quite easily.
0: Quite easily, Josh says. I
2: will do yeah, like that. Yeah no no it looks like it'll be another easy win for You're Chelsea. You in agreement? Yes, I agree with that. Oh. Um Chelsea easy win for Chelsea this one. Um How much is Chad paying you? <laughs> 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 no, um I'm just yeah, looking at looking at the previous like results between the two teams. Um mm. Crystal Palace hardly ever have a chance against Chelsea. Mm. Um the two teams have never drawn against each other. Um, so I don't see a draw happening in this one either, especially mm. with Crystal Palace missing one of their most creative players. Um, Chelsea are on a bit of like an up and down form yeah. right now. Um, and I don't think they actually did that well in the club world cup, nope. you know, um, they just enjoy making Palmeiras yeah. look like by Munich and stuff yeah. like that. So, <laughs> so if the Brazilians have a good style of play. Yeah, they um, do. <laughs> they really do. Um but them coming back to the Premier League, I think they'll be like, I think the, the World Cup gave them like a good training exercise. It mm-hmm. might be what they needed to get back in top form um in the Premier League. I mean, look at how Mo Salah and Sane have played mm. coming back from the Africa Cup of Nations. I think they'll be in top form for the rest of the season. Um being players that are coming from a warm, you know, warm place mm. like a tournament that was in a warm place, um, some people think that tires players out. I don't think so. I think it just makes them a little bit fresher, yeah. Um, especially since they're not playing two or three games a week. I'll tell you
0: know? what does tire players out though is that all that champagne I saw popping after those celebrations. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. gonna have some effects on Chelsea, I think. Yeah,
2: it, it it definitely can have some effects, but I think they'll be raring to go and raring to to get back to like you know. Mm. the battle that's in front of them um, to keep that dead sport because Cristiano wants it.
0: Oh. <laughs> one-man team, you say? Um, yeah, we'll get to them in a moment, of course. But before we get to Cristiano Ronaldo, let's talk about his direct rivals, Liverpool. Because apparently Cristiano Ronaldo is a one-man club. So Liverpool take on Norwich. Um, yeah, this if this isn't a bloodbath waiting to happen, then I have no idea what football is about
1: anymore. I mean, I'm a little bit scared to back multi scores one, two, or three cause it because it might
0: be might four, be. five, or six. <laughs> and then, even then, you're like, could it be seven?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, there's it's not much to touch on in this fixture. It's a Liverpool win. Uh, if Suppose you are, it's
0: like who will score and how many. Yes.
1: Um, so, if you are looking for value, it's along those lines instead of a straight bet or even a half time or full time. It's very short. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Liverpool, uh, they obviously, we'll have a chance to see some of the fringe players. I even, uh, I'd assume, because um, they, they just came off of a victory against Inter Milan. The players need a bit of a rest. Um you players are a bit
0: disrespectful. But like Luis Diaz and, um, you know, players like that who are knocking on... Knocking the, on the door. On Let's door, put it that yeah. way.
1: Uh, the players that are, you know putting their all in the training for mm-hmm. the first spot. Players like Charter will play excellently and mm. they kind of get disrespected in the Premier League. Uh, Are you just call him French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he's been playing excellently, so you'd expect him to keep that spot. But then when Mane comes back, he always, regardless of who's playing in form or not, mm-hmm. that's his spot. Um, but yeah, Liverpool take this one quite easily. Uh, for me, I'm backing the one, two or three. Um, and even then, again, like I started off, it's a bit nerve wracking, regardless, because yeah. it could be. I suppose, be
0: in a way, that does show some of mm. to to Norwich. Just they are a football club in the Premier League.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, guys, I was so disappointed by Norwich last time out, because I was like. Just last time? It <laughs> sounds like you've <laughs> yourself no. up for. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason I was disappointed by Norwich last time is mm-hmm. because I put in a bet there. I yeah. thought they it. They were, there was a small chance they could hold so Manchester you know that
0: disappointment you feel for Norwich I feel like Josh and I feel that towards you right like <laughs> <laughs> who backs Norwich anymore guys yo doesn't you can't matter back bro <laughs> I, I, I was like
2: this has to be a draw it will be a draw I'm putting it out to the universe. It wasn't a draw. And they got smashed 4 0. Yeah. Um, they wanna get smashed again. Mm-hmm. Um Not that's where you can <laughs> put <your> money. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna get smashed again. But speaking of fringe players, um, Josh was referring to, I think um Liverpool, I like what Klopp is doing. Mm-hmm. I like the continuity he's showing there at Liverpool. He's sort of reminding me of the old times of um Ferguson at, at United, you know, you can see a clear, you know, future path mm. of what's going to happen next. Even if they were to lose Mo sala now or, or sad Mane.
0: Even Van Dyke, look at Kanata in Monday. They have so many good I mean, center, French center players. Backs. You know, Josh. they have a lot
2: of a lot of great players in that bench, you know, that they can use um for the future who are gonna take over your Van dykes, your mo salas, mm. your Feminos? you know. So it's really good, even Elliot is starting Champions League game against mm. Inter Milan, former Champions League winners. Mm. you got how old is he? 18, 12 <laughs> he, he could be 12. you know um, he's so young um it's it's beautiful to see a, a team in England with that continuity, mm. you know um, and yeah, it will be an easy win for Liverpool this.
0: Yeah, I I do like the point you mentioned about replacing players while they're still there. Yeah, and I think like because I feel like this topic hits a bit closer to home with Arsenal. Like we see, we sort of wait like six months until a player's gone and so he's replaced. Like look at Aubameyang now, and um, before that um, there's been Van Persie and Fabregas, and Patrick Vieira hasn't been replaced for about <laughs>
2: what's it, I fifteen years now, somewhere, there.
0: sixteen years, seventeen years. He literally became a coach, and.
2: He still hasn't been replaced.
0: I think he might buy his own replacement before Arsenal replace him um, in the team. Um, But uh, yeah, for me, one of the most enticing matches to look forward to. I know it's um, probably not one that people drool over, but Southampton against Everton. um, I've really loved the way Southampton have played. My favourite Ralph in the league, uh, Ralph Hasenatel. Um, no <laughs> digs at, at Cristiano Ronaldo FC. But yeah, Everton, they've looked good um, at on home, at home uh, under Everton, uh, under Frank Lampard rather. But away from home, I feel like there's still that room for improvement. And I think he sort of did this at Chelsea where away from home, he was a lot better. And at home, he didn't really have things sorted out uh, during his spell. But now it seems like he's flipped the script a bit where... Away from home, he's a bit terrible, I would say. It's only been like one or two games now. But at home, he seems to be dominating, scoring four, scoring three. But yeah, Lampard needs to pull up his socks for this one if he needs to get something at at Southampton, Josh.
1: Look, I think maybe the pressure going to the place where you revered and held in such high regard mm-hmm. um, can get to you. And when you're going on the road, it's like, okay, cool. I'm away from home. Let's yeah. have some fun. Um, but now it's, a, it's the total opposite, you know. Uh, you want the fans to get behind you. Um, so there's a, a might be a bit more of a relaxed feel in that regard, uh, but yeah, it's they're coming up against a tough team. Um, regardless, yes, they pulled one back again uh, after I think it was their the first first loss mm. of, under under him. But um, Southampton have been excellent. Uh, I remember not so long ago I was saying that. They just like were neither here yeah nor there for me. It was kind of okay. Mm. Uh, they just floating around the Premier League, making up numbers, making up numbers. Not nothing impressive. Nobody in the squad even impressing, uh, besides the odd James Wood cross free kick. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they are, have been really impressive. I mean, it's Man. The last three been Man, what's it? Man City Tottenham, and Man United. Man United, yeah. and they haven't lost. I mean, uh, uh. bar Ronaldo FC, but. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, they've <coughs> showed some excellent uh, excellent football hmm. um, and tactics under Ralph. I mean, and he's been, I mean, like, we t- speak about some… The best Ralph. The best Ralph. But we speak about some managers that, like, where they are in their sleeve, that man even cries in interviews. Uh, yeah. He's like, I-, I appreciate his vulnerability in that. But <laughs> at the same time, the football is excellent. Um, he's really, uh, how can I say… Israeli brought brought a better <laughs> element into the league, um, but yeah, uh, if we, I'm just looking at betting. yeah. so
0: dark; you just want people to cry. <laughs> and like I love our league; it people cry and everything. No, it, it, you it, see makes it. It, it makes it makes for an
1: entertaining league. I mean, we've got some managers who, who get a bit heated on the touchline. We've mm-hmm. got some. There's been iconic moments. Between Mourinho and Wenger, there's been a. Louis Wenger c- once faked his death on... It, I mean, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know what so that was. The, but, when, uh, we, when we look at managers and their personality, sometimes it brings mm-hmm. a different element to the game. Okay, but that's besides the point. I'm looking to make some money here. <laughs> and uh, Southampton, uh, for me, I have to get behind them. They're playing at home. Um, yeah, it's good value.
0: I think next week I'm going to cry on the podcast. <laughs> just <laughs> Just for that emotional... You know, extra touch. I mean, they might trend. evil <laughs> 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 uh, Southampton against Everton Saints
2: versus Tophies. Again, I'm going to agree with Josh on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll beg the home team. Why is man this, Joshua? <clears throat> I'll beg the home team because they've been playing fantastic football in the last couple of weeks. Um, didn't enjoy that draw with United, but yeah... They play. They play. They play really I enjoyed good. it. <laughs> it was a they scene play. in the
0: game where sorry, I'm interrupting you. Where Maguire stuck his back foot out, <laughs> and he looked like an ice sculpture. That was just that should be somewhere important, not yeah. at Old Trafford or I'm wherever not the game discuss was.
2: Discuss <laughs> Maguire. Not going to discuss Maguire, but yeah, I, I also love um what this Ralph is doing um at Southampton. I think he. He's kind of selling himself now, mm. saying he might um, stop like coaching football after his contract runs out. You know, that's basically saying I'm not alone, I'm not gonna um, renew my contract at Southampton. Mm. You know, he's told other top teams in Europe that hey, come get me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping one of the teams I like get him. Would you upgrade your Ralph? Yes, I would. Okay. I honestly would. Honestly, not because of the last game, but if you if you were to really watch. Other games, mm-hmm. you know, where Southern team have played United, you will see elements of what's missing in, 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 in our game, you know, in our football. I like what is done with these midfielders. Um, I, I don't know why what doesn't get. More praise. I think he's actually one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. He's just been stuck at the, at Southern team for too long to be realized. Same as same as the former Chelsea player, Romeo. He he's outplayed beast. everyone he- in that midfield. He was like a number ten, a number eight. Mm. A, a second Colossal. striker, some You know, he was mm-hmm. just everywhere. He was an immense player. But I did also note that. I mean, he was playing. They were playing against United, and most times midfielders, when they play against United, they I dominate games, and mm-hmm. they are likely to be men of the match you know because they they get so much space in the midfield mm-hmm. but yeah i like the way they play i like their threat when it comes to set pieces i actually like their, even their center backs then course the guy Bednarek? Mm-hmm. he's out mm-hmm. he was out on the last game
0: and then stevens comes on and you know, it's no difference
2: great guys you yeah. know like super super awesome center backs you know mm-hmm. um you've got their the flying um full backs they they play good football um Everton, on the other hand yes they had that win last time out i'm not convinced yet i think it's going to take time mm-hmm. for them to under under uh, um, Frank Lampard, it's gonna take a bit of time for them to to properly play with his style. I thought the goals they, they called were easy goals. Mm. You know, they 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 came from mistakes. Uh, it was sort of handed to them. You know, it was easy goals. Um, so, I'll be looking forward to seeing Van de Beek play again. He played well in that game, despite mm. us saying it was easy goals. But he, he actually played really well in the middle of the park. It will be interesting to see his battle with the southern team. With um, Jomei, Midfield, yeah. yes.
0: Well, he was saying he's will upgrade his Ralph software at Man United to Hassan Oh I, I
2: definitely would, guys. No, no cap on that.
0: I would. <laughs> I would. Interesting times lie ahead for Man United, of course, if you're an Arsenal supporter, because the only way they're going is down, down, down. <laughs> um, Man City against uh, Tottenham. Josh, arguably game of the weekend. Um, some will say Game tough. of the weekend. Well, some say 100% game of the weekend. Some say arguable. Um, some say toughest game to call this weekend. Some say easiest game to call this weekend. I think Manchester City against Tottenham at the Etihad has been a mixed feeling about it.
1: Yeah, uh, for me, do you as you say, some say, uh, I don't think this is the biggest game of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, do yeah, you think it's name, the hardest yeah, to call? No. Mm-hmm. I think City are. I love the direction. They've this been ex- <laughs> <laughs> they've been in excellent form. Um, and look, a couple of weeks ago, I actually felt like Tottenham. They were the favourites to take that fourth spot. Hmm. And and you were humbled. And I was humbled. Yeah, no, um, same as me. Don't worry. And happily humbled, you yeah. know. I'm. I'm not. Hap- I'm Best not unhappy pie about this. Best I've ever it. had ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think Pep and the squad are doing excellently. They absolutely demolished sporting in their home grounds, um, mm-hmm. and they'll travel back to England with smiles on their faces in the training grounds, uh, knowing that they're coming up against not an easy opponent, but an opponent that's not in great form, that's mm. under pressure to that's perform. Back. They've been it's three straight losses, a crazy thing for Antonio Conte. He hasn't had that in his career since, oh, like, I think it's been like 10 years or something mm. like that, I saw. Um, yeah, it's a it's they they they're going to have to play that normal counter-attack for, for Tottenham, but Man City now are to stink it out. Mm. Um, and I I think the victory the the, the betting rather yeah. suggests that quite emphatically.
0: Fun fact about Tottenham they were, um when they were seventh, they had three games in hand. They played those three games
2: and now they're eight. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's because one of those games they played Wolves mm-hmm. um, and they lost to and Southampton Wolves as well. And Southampton, yes. Um, hey, they Tottenham failed to win against Chelsea in all those fixtures. I, I just can't see how they could like win against Manchester City. Mm. You know, um, they also failed like we just mentioned now against Wolves, against Southampton. Teams um, that are in form, you know, Man City, uh, Man City is in form. I don't think they like playing against those informed teams um, mm. because they come in, they have confidence. They don't give them time to actually establish themselves in the field. Because I feel like the Tottenham team kind of needs a bit of time, you know, mm. to actually get going. So these teams don't give them time, and the game is over before <laughs> the, the whistles even, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, played. So ah. Uh, Will it be a big scoreline? I think. I think it's just a question of how many City will score in this one. For me, I, yeah. think, I, think, I think that's I think nicely that's summed case.
0: up because Man City, the way, in fact, the way they go about their business against the big teams, they love a big game and they t- just tend to, to flex their statement. muscles. We always think, okay, Man City look like they can pick up a 90 kg dumbbell or whatever, and then they play a big team and then they're lifting 140. So, um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's Manchester City. And that's Pep Guardiola. Manchester City all the way uh, this weekend, and then of course Sunday double header, two games to look forward to. Um, long-standing rivalry between Leeds United and Man United, but that rivalry seems to have died down a bit. starts with you because
2: died down a long time ago. Yeah, well, uh, you seem
0: to pull stats from the <laughs> 1914. <laughs> How poor 1914.
2: 1914. Um, so it died down, but obviously there will still be a thing um, mm-hmm. between the fans. You know, um, when the two teams meet up this weekend. Um, I I do think this is the type of game United don't need after a win. Mm. Um, They don't need a league team because they come there and they'll be on their neck and United don't like a team Mm. that plays like that. Um, But with that said, um, I think right now is the time for United to to show a bit of consistency. So they will be under pressure to win this game. Mm. They had a lot to say after that one win like they always do. Mm. Um, They just go out... As if they've won the Champions League every time they they win nothing,
0: giving shirts away to the fans and in, you know um, <laughs> signing boots. I, I think <laughs> I think that's
2: one of the biggest issues with United right now. They they celebrate the little wins too much. Mm. You know, um, they, they should celebrate consistency, not just one win. You know, they go all out after mm. one victory. You know, Ronaldo this, Ronaldo that. Mm. It was just one victory, guys. Come on, um, but with that said, I still I still see United. Um, coming out with something in this game, something being a win, uh, maybe a draw, um, That's or positive a, result. For no, no, bank. no, guys. I'm I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a draw or a very low, like a two-one or a one-nil. Mm-hmm. If they're gonna win this game, it's gonna be like that. But margin, yeah. It, I yeah. Leeds will go for it, definitely. They will open spaces. We smashed them. We smashed them. There was a time we smashed five them. Yeah, 5-1, Yeah. You know, um, so Greenwood scored. Yes, it's not like So we're missing some of those, you know, players like that. Um, but there's Ronaldo, there's Sancho, there's Elanga. You know, there's Rashford. We can go out and attack this game. Leeds will come out and attack it. So it will be an open game, but I don't see it being a big scoreline like that again.
0: Mm, yeah. Josh, how do you think?
2: I think it will be a big
1: score. I think both teams score. Um, yeah, Leeds, Another
0: 5-1 or would it be like a 3-2 either n- way? No, I think
1: uh, like a 3-2 along those lines. Not so much as a, a domination as they did under Ole. Hmm. Um, I think we had a bit of a conversation in the week about um, about Ralph and like his translation to the squad. Um, yeah. Yes, we, we spoke about uh, how the... The whole buzz was him mentoring the big names that they are out there today, mm. as in Klopp and uh, Tuko. But his translation to the squad is a is a is not like how it, the, the the analogy that we used was a lecturer to a to a teacher, yeah. And in a teacher to the students, the students not going to fully. I'm talking about uh, uh, grade school terms rather. Yeah. The the students is not going to fully appreciate. Or, or get the understanding from mm. the lecturer as they would from the teacher mm. so him translating to the players as uh, and my, my thought that came across my mind in that regard was he's not brought to United to to is an interim manager yeah um and he he, he would rather uh, he was brought there to then take over from that in a more director role mm-hmm. um so maybe that's why it's not working so well with him but i I, I There's so much going on around United that's causing all of these problems. Whether it be pointing at one player and saying individual problems, or whether it be looking at Ralph and saying what I just explained. Why
0: it's just frozen at the
1: individual problems. But yeah, United, I I can't see them getting a victory against Leeds. But I do think that it's just going to be both teams to score here. Leeds double chance, both teams to score. It's at their home grounds. It's so-called roses, derby. It's even labeled. It's such a famous event. Um, I can't see... Well, see United getting a victory.
0: Will be no love lost in the Roses derby. I love that one. Um, Wolves against Leicester to wrap up, uh, of course, the Premier League action for this weekend before we go on to the Wednesday games. But obviously, we won't touch on that. Um, Just the Sunday games to look forward to. Wolves against Leicester. Josh, I'll stick with you because you seem to be on a roll. And these are two teams chasing European spots. Leicester chasing European sports? Um the conference league.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if that <then. laughs> uh no, I've got wolves in this one. As mm-hmm. simple as that. Um uh, wolves are playing excellently. Uh they will face Arsenal again in the midweek. Uh but this will be their next three points.
0: Mm.
2: Okay. Well. I, I I really can't put you know my finger to what's wrong with Leicester City this season. Mm. You know what? I watched that last game. I think it's the um, dressing
0: room. If I had to try and put my thing, I think Brendan Rodgers has lost it completely. And that showed when a few weeks ago when he said these players think they top class players. And then the following game, he benched Hilleman's, uh Vestergaard, and Vardy, and so on, and so the big names, and they lost the game. And then he brought him in the following game and went on to win the match. So I think there's some a divide between mm. managers and players there. But
2: Yeah, they must sort it out because, yeah. I, they've they've regressed so much this season, and I I, I can't believe that they're still mentioning Brendan Rogers mm. for United when he's he's clearly failing this season at least. I'm sorry to say, but he is. Mm. Um, and and Wolves have sort of like gone the opposite direction. They've improved so much with their new coach. Um, so it's yeah, I, I see a Wolves win on this one. Mm. Um, again, I don't think it will be a big score line. I think it will be a tight one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, if you're out there listening and understand the chance of winning that 200 rand betting voucher, courtesy of Hollywood Bets, let us know your thoughts on this weekend's fixtures. Let us know where you think the upset could be, or who could be the surprise package. Let us know, and if your comment does hit the target, of course you will walk away with that 200 rand betting voucher, courtesy of Hollywood Bets. Gentlemen, any final last words before we conclude our hit the target podcast?
1: Last week I had Southampton and uh, Wolves on Mm -hmm. double chance. Um, and it was value. I mean, this week it might be slightly shorter, but I think that's a good one again. Ebo?
2: Ah, nothing for Until, yeah, Until next week. Yeah, Till next week.
1: Until next
0: week, gents. Cheers.